some countries in Europe are putting a pause on the AstraZeneca shot. It joins France, Italy, Germany and the Netherlands linked to blood clots in a small number of people. Denmark, Ireland. No evidence at this point that the vaccinations caused those blood clots. A blow to confidence just as the vaccine rollout begins to gather pace. I would encourage all members to be supporting the government in the, in the rollout of the vaccination. Well, the worldwide vaccine rollout hit its first speed bump this week, with many European countries hitting pause on the AstraZeneca vaccine due to concerns around blood clots. These reports started in Norway of two hospitalizations and one death and led to a chain reaction of more than a dozen countries pausing their rollouts despite a third wave sweeping Europe. The European Medicines Agency released their findings that the vaccine is safe and effective and not associated with an increase in blood clots. This is a safe and effective vaccine. The committee also concluded that the vaccine is not associated with an increase in the overall risk of thromboembolic events or blood clots. But the agency could not rule out a possible link to blood clots and a warning will be added to the vaccine. But Australia was watching closely. We're very reliant on the AstraZeneca vaccine. It forms the bulk of our rollout with 54 million doses ordered. And it's also the vaccine that is currently in production locally and soon to be rolled out from Melbourne's CSL facility in the next couple of weeks. And with phase 1B of the rollout starting here on Monday, the category that includes members of the general population, some politicians were calling for our rollout of AstraZeneca to also be paused. I think it's clearly time for us to suspend the rollout here in Australia. These comments from Senator Canavan are dangerous, they are divisive. But the Therapeutic Goods Administration, the nation's top health officials and leading epidemiologists urged Australians to trust the science and roll up their sleeves when it's their turn to get the jab. I chatted to one of those leading health experts. Catherine Bennett, I'm the chair in epidemiology at Deakin University. So it's pretty much what they forecast earlier in the week. That, um, they're basically saying there's no association with an overall risk in, in blood clotting. There might be um, a possible association they can't rule out with a very rare particular type of clotting, um, but it's so rare they're saying it's, it, it doesn't really come into the equation when it comes to balancing risk of not vaccinating. So it's all good news. I'll just get into, I guess, why the suspension happened. So these countries sort of went against the health advice of, of the EU regulator and, and the World Health Organization by pausing the rollout. Do you think that was warranted? Is it, was it purely for optics in this case? Look, it's, it's, it's a weird sort of optics to use because, in fact, what, what these suspensions can do is raise concerns that, that aren't based in data. So you have to balance it. In fact, it's a big decision to pause a vaccine not only because you disrupt you know, your rollout and you delay getting people vaccinated by another two weeks, but also because it actually alarms people and can put people off um, having vaccines. Really, it's showing that the safety system's working at the same time as if people who are serious enough to stop the vaccine, they worry that there's something wrong and then it takes a lot more than a report at the end saying, oh, no, 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 everything's all right. You know, it takes a lot more than that to get people back on board. And I think the findings from the... European Medicines Agency suggests that they're a bit premature. It's right to pursue every concern you might have. It's why we collect so much information about responses to the vaccine, but you don't stop the vaccine rollout. Yeah, well, I guess that is the thing that we, we don't often think about. There obviously is the science of the vaccine, but how much of it is about how confident people are in taking it and getting the public on side? 
Well, absolutely. It's about communicating the science to the public so people understand exactly how they work, why they're important and how safe they are. You know, that's a critical part to it. We have really good vaccine uptake rates in Australia, despite the fact that we do have a small proportion of people who are these strong anti-vaxxers. Most people get it. We've been protected from a lot of the worst effects of it in Australia by our more extreme measures to contain it. So people are more aware of the pain of lockdown than they are of knowing people who've died from a virus, for example. It's a good challenge to have in Australia, not having had so many people impacted by the virus, but it can make it harder to get people on board as well. So I just really quickly want to get your thoughts on the rollout here. Uh, Phase 1B supposedly starts on Monday, but there's been a couple of hiccups with GPs not receiving stock, saying they're not ready to start. Looking at how things are moving in Australia, are you concerned that we're unorganised and maybe moving too slow? Look, you know, we can only move as fast as we can in building that infrastructure and getting the buy-in. We were concerned also that the supply of vaccines, as we were for these early days, relying on the imported vaccine. But we've got enough in country to get it started and we should have, by the end of this month, the um, locally produced AstraZeneca to move into that mix so that that should continue the flow as we build. But yes, you know, this this trying to turn this into a functioning supply line, getting um, vaccine out to GPs. I understand there was a big, you know, um, overload on the systems as people tried to book in that some GPs had not wanted to take bookings until they had the vaccine, even though the vaccine's coming, you know, they, they weren't taking bookings in advance. And so there was some confusion and in messaging um, to the public. So it will, it will come into its own, I think, as well as out, but there will be teething issues. I think it, it, it might take a bit of time to get it running smoothly and therefore running really efficiently. Definitely. I think, it's, as you said before, if we if we told ourselves this time last year that we had multiple vaccines and the biggest problem was just that it was a bit staggered rolling it out, I think we'd think that's a good problem to have. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we do want it safe. We, do, we don't want to be rushing people through. People have to be monitored, you know, after they've had the vaccine. Some people will want time to talk to their doctors to make sure it's the right choice for them, given their health, you know, generally. And so I do think, you know, we, we want to do it properly. The worst thing is to to rush it, not do it well, not do all our safety checks and then have a problem because you never recover from that. People will never trust you or trust the system again. So it's really critical that um, that, that we do, do it as fast as we can but that we do it right and, and that's going to, you know, take time to build to get this logistic exercise, you know, really really running and then running in a sustainable way for the rest of the year to, to get this rollout to the whole population.